Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I'll be answering the question, is shoulder pain common in those with hyperthyroidism? So for this Q&A episode, I am going to refer to a past article I wrote, and the title of the article is Hyperthyroidism Causing Your Frozen Shoulder. And the reason why I put together this article, which is from April 2016, is because it is common. A a lot of people with hyperthyroidism have what's called adhesive capsulitis. And again, that's a frozen shoulder. As I mentioned, the article here is characterized by a painful, gradual loss of active and passive shoulder motion that results from fibrosis and contracture of the joint capsule. So there are three clinical phases of adhesive capsulitis. And so the first stage is the freezing or painful stage. And again, this is a gradual process, and this phase typically will last between three and nine months, characterized by what's called acute synovitis, which is inflammation of the synovial membranes of the glenohumeral joint of the shoulder. And then the second stage is the frozen or transitional stage, which can last from four to 12 months. And this is usually when the pain is the most intense and the shoulder is most restricted. And then the third stage is the thawing stage. And this is when the pain begins to decrease and the range of motion begins to improve. And this stage can last anywhere from 12 to 42 months. So unfortunately, it can be a long process. But the thing is, a lot of people don't do anything. So there are some things that you can do, which is why I'm putting together this episode. And as far as the diagnosis, physical examination will reveal both the loss of passive and active range of motion, but that alone won't necessarily result in a diagnosis of a frozen shoulder of adhesive capsulitis. So sometimes it might take even going to a few doctors. You know, if you go to your regular primary care doctor, they might not diagnose you with that. And they might not know of the connection between frozen shoulder and hyperthyroidism. But again, you know, a lot of people with hyperthyroidism have adhesive capsulitis and the majority don't. So it's not like a classic symptom of hyperthyroidism. But again, they might not have any idea. And the same might be true with your endocrinologist. You might mention to your endocrinologist, hey, I have shoulder pain. And in some cases, they might know and they might say, yeah, that probably is related to the hyperthyroidism. But other times they won't know. And I should say that according to the literature and also according to what I've seen with patients too, it's not necessarily just those with Graves' disease. So it's more related to the hyperthyroidism. So if someone has toxic multinodular goiter, or even subacute thyroiditis, still they could have that adhesive capsulitis. Now, of course, it's possible to have a frozen shoulder that is not related to the hyperthyroidism, like due to trauma. But of course, here we're focusing on adhesive capsulitis specific to hyperthyroidism. And so let's talk about some of the treatment options. So the conventional treatment approach usually begins with either drugs or physical therapy. So non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs are commonly given to reduce inflammation. And this very well might help with the pain. Prednisone is something commonly given. Sometimes cortisone injections, which again, that could cause pain relief. 
pretty quickly, but also potential side effects as well. And the pain relief usually isn't long lasting. It might be a few hours to a few days, maybe even a week or two, but usually it's not going to resolve the problem. There's also natural anti-inflammatory agents such as higher doses of turmeric, curcumin, resveratrol, boswellia, omega-3 fatty acids, making sure you have healthy vitamin D levels, maybe even CBD oil. However, I will say that many times just taking these natural agents won't also resolve the pain. And also, I should mention, since we're talking about frozen shoulder, adhesive capsulitis associated with hyperthyroidism, will normalizing the thyroid hormone levels resolve the problem? And usually the answer is no. Unfortunately, it's not something that is necessarily directly associated with hyperthyroidism. Like It's not as if the elevated thyroid hormone levels is what's directly responsible for the frozen shoulder. And then if you lower the thyroid hormone levels, whether it's through antithyroid medication such as methimazole or herbs such as bugleweed, or just over time naturally, it's not as if the shoulder pain will go away. Once it's there, it does take a while. I think it's worth looking into the natural agents, but many times some type of physical intervention is necessary. So physical therapy actually can be very helpful in some cases. It's not going to resolve the frozen shoulder in one or two treatments. There really is nothing I know of that'll do that, but it's something that could speed up the process potentially. Acupuncture, might be something to look into. And then also seeing a chiropractor. Now, just a regular chiropractor may or may not help. I'm really referring to a chiropractor that has experience with extremities, especially a sports chiropractor. There are chiropractors that just focus on sports injuries. And even though this isn't a sports-related injury, it's still something that a sports chiropractor will have experience dealing with or someone who's been in practice for quite a while should have experience dealing with. So that's the approach I would take. If you have a frozen shoulder and you have hyperthyroidism, of course you do want to address the hyperthyroidism. If you have Graves' disease, you want to address the autoimmune component. All that's important. My point is that doing that alone probably will not resolve the frozen shoulder, that it will take more than that. And as I mentioned, natural anti-inflammatory agents might help to some extent, but honestly, many times doesn't have a great impact. So for most people, they should look into interventions such as physical therapy, acupuncture, chiropractic, maybe even massage therapy. Some doing deep tissue massage, maybe. Usually, I would say more of the physical therapy, the chiropractic care. But of course, you could combine those as well. You could see a sports chiropractor and get massage therapy or get acupuncture and physical therapy. So again, it's not like you have to stick with one. So that is my response to the question, is shoulder pain common in those with hyperthyroidism? The answer is yes. Again, I can't say it's something that I see in most of my patients with hyperthyroidism, but when someone brings it up, it's not a surprise. It does tend to happen frequently. If I had to put a percentage, I'm not sure, maybe like 10, 20%. So definitely not on the real high ends, but Enough people with hyperthyroidism experience shoulder pain to justify me putting together this episode. And as usual, I hope you found this information to be valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. 
If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.